Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 20th of May. Today, Siddhar Maya, a prominent leader of the Congress party, was sworn in as the Chief Minister of Karnataka for the second time, following his party's resounding victory in the state assembly elections. Alongside him, T.K. Shivkumar was sworn in as the sole Deputy Chief Minister of Karnataka. The ceremony was attended by high-ranking Congress members including Rahul Gandhi, Priyanka Gandhi and Mallikarjun Kharge, the party's national president. Chief ministers from the Congress-ruled states such as Sukhvinder Singh Sukhu from Himachal Pradesh, Ashok Ghelo from Rajasthan and Bhupesh Bhagel from Chhattisgarh were also present. After the swearing-in, Siddharmaiya, Rahul Gandhi and Mallikarjun Kharge individually addressed the gathering crowd at Bangalore's Kantirava Stadium. Siddharmaiya reiterated the five guarantees pledged by the Congress during the elections and assured that each promise would be fulfilled. During the ceremony, eight Congress MLAs were appointed as ministers in the Karnataka cabinet. Governor Thavarchand Gelo administered the oath of office and secrecy to the MLAs. Notable individuals who took the oath including Priyank Kharge, son of Malikarjun Kharge, as well as G Parmeshwara, MB Patel, KJ George Satish Jarkiholi, Ramalinga Reddy, BZ Zameer Ahmed Khan and KH Muniyappa. Today, the Central Bureau of Investigation filed a charge sheet against Congress leader Jagdish Chaitla in connection with the Pulbangash case related to the 1984 anti-Sikh riots. The riots occurred on the 1st of November 1984, a day after the assassination of then Prime Minister Indira Gandhi. In Pulbangash area, at least 3 deaths were reported besides the burning of a gurdwara. According to the charge sheet submitted to a special court the CBI has alleged that Titler incited instigated and provoked the mob gathered at Pulbangash Gurdwara Azad Market on that day leading to the destruction of the gurdwara and the killings of three Sikhs named Thakur Singh Badal Singh and Gurcharan Singh the CBI has pressed charges against Titler under section 147 writing 109 abetment 302 murder of the Indian penal code among others The court is scheduled to review the charges on 2nd of June. Opposition leaders today criticized the government following the Reserve Bank of India's announcement to withdraw 2000 rupee currency notes from circulation. Congress President Mallikarjun Kharge questioned if this was a second demonetization aimed at concealing a previous wrong decision and called for an impartial investigation into the demonetization episode. The RBI's unexpected move allows the public until 30th of September to deposit or exchange 2000 rupee notes at banks. In a tweet, Kharge expressed concerns about the negative impact of the first demonetization, highlighting the damage caused to the unorganized sector, closure of MSMEs and loss of millions of jobs. Independent Rajya Sabha MP Kapil Sibal also criticized the decision. referring to prime minister narendra modi's previous statement linking the level of corruption to the magnitude of cash in circulation sibal highlighted that the volume of cash had actually increased since demonetization several opposition leaders including trinamool congress mp mahuma moitra and aimim chief asawuddin avesi voiced their discontent with the decision to withdraw the 2000 rupee currency notes obesi posed questions to prime minister modi on various issues while Moitra criticized the government for causing anxiety among the public congress leaders including Venugopal and Khera also condemned the move citing former prime minister Manmohan Singh's critique of the 2016 demonetization 
The Congress leaders accused the government of poor planning and impulsive decisions for political gains. Manish Tiwari highlighted discrepancies between the RBI's decision and the finance ministry's statements, raising doubts about the future legality of 2,000 rupee notes. The RBI justified the withdrawal, stating that the notes had limited usage in transactions and that other denominations were sufficient to meet currency requirements, aligning with their clean note policy. The fourth edition of the bilateral exercise Samudra Shakti 23 between India and Indonesia was successfully concluded in the South China Sea. The sea phase held from 17th of May to 19th of May 2023 featured the participation of INS Kavarati, an anti-submarine warfare corvette along with a Chetak helicopter and Dornier maritime patrol aircraft. The Indonesian Navy assets included KRI Sultan Iskandar Mudda, equipped with Panther helicopter and a CN-235 maritime patrol aircraft. The exercises encompassed various complex manoeuvres, including tactical manoeuvres, weapon firings, helicopter operations, air defence and anti-submarine warfare exercises, which enhanced interoperability between the two navies. Prior to the sea phase, a productive harbour phase took place involving professional interactions, tabletop exercises and sports exchanges. The successful completion of Samudra Shakti 23 highlighted the strong partnership and commitment of both India and Indonesia in promoting peace and stability in the region through cooperative engagements. The United States has announced that it will allow its Western allies to supply Ukraine with advanced fighter jets, including American-made F-16s, in a significant boost for Kyiv. President Joe Biden informed his G7 counterparts of this decision at the summit in Japan. U.S. troops will also provide training to Ukrainian pilots on the operations of the jets. The move follows Ukraine's repeated requests for fighter jets to aid in its conflict with Russia. Meanwhile, Russia has warned of enormous risks if F-16s are supplied to Ukraine. While some NATO member countries expressed concerns about escalation, the U.S. said that the jets would be used for defence purposes only. The provision of the jets indicates a new phase in the conflict, according to U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. The UK, Netherlands, Belgium and Denmark have welcomed the US move and expressed their willingness to support Ukraine's combat air capability. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model, some under government pressure and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem too is under pressure with news organisations facing legal cases and government scrutiny. A new series of reports, commentaries and videos will explore these issues. Help us tell these stories by contributing to the Press Freedom Fund. The deadline is 31st of May. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.